At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of VEASAN Final Countdown. Stormy Bonatoni, Matt Brown with you live from Las Vegas at our VEASAN studio at the South Point. Stephanie Kamershack at the controls producing for us today. We've got a fun couple of hours ahead. Lots to get into with the NFL because it's super wild card weekend. Another PGA event in the Aloha State taking place. So, Matt, you'll get us a full breakdown of the Sony Open coming up here. Give it a whirl. And uh, I wasn't with you guys yesterday when you recapped the college football playoff national mm-hmm. championship. Um, but what an annihilation. I just, I cannot get over it. Like you hit the nail on the head. I know you thought that Georgia was going to dominate the game, but I don't think anybody anticipated that to be the way that it happened. Yeah. Not to that extent, but I think that it get, did kind of play out, you know, like, like I thought, and this is in a, in a victory lap. It's just one of those things where when you have three weeks to prepare for an opponent, a good coach like Sonny Dice can get his team really prepared for that game. And they can go through every little thing that that team does, all of their tendencies. You can figure out where you match up best against them. And you can go in with an excellent game plan to combat that opponent. But then in seven days, you have to flip around and play the best team in the country where you don't have that luxury. And there is, you know, guys who you're not instantly getting, again, you're also not instantly getting right back into the game planning either. There are guys that need to recover from the game before, from the previous week, all the different things that go into to all of that. And it's just a, it's a tall task to ask for a team that, listen, fantastic story, awesome that they made it there, tremendous coaching job, like we said, but just man for man, player for player, they're, they're just not as talented, right? I mean, they're just not as talented. And that's not a slight on TCU. That is basically every team in the in the entire collegiate football landscape outside yeah. of like three or four. Whenever you're comparative, when you're comparing to Georgia, I mean, we joked about it yesterday. But oh, by the way, if you think they're going away, they're the number two recruiting class this year, the number three the year, last uh, the year before that, the number three the year before that, and the number two year before that. Yeah. So I mean, like it is a whole bunch of four and five star guys that are all piling into this Georgia program. And it's just it's it's a tall task to ask for for a team like TCU to to be able to do that and and you know again tremendous season for them but all we have to do is is look at the yeah. odds that are already posted for next year yeah. and it it tells the story right well and speaking to that talent though they won a national championship last year lost 15 players to the NFL draft and then come back and repeat and now like you said looking forward to this coming year's odds they're already the favorite to three well, another four first rounders this year yeah. right I mean like they're gonna have another four first rounders this year another few guys that go on on day two as well I mean like it's just and, and then you look though. 
and you see like except half of the guys, half their leading tacklers are all like freshmen and sophomores. And so like it's not like yes, you lose massive, massive talent, but you're also just coming back with so much so much guys that contributed so much. It's 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 wild. Yeah, no question. And the, like I said, the favorite to three Pete, something that has never been done outright. Minnesota had a share of three in a row back in the nineteen thirties, okay, and this is before the AP poll era modern football era ever even existed. Um, so to think that that legacy for Kirby Smart, that that dominance of this program could continue, which it very easily could looking at the schedule that they have coming up next year, because they should, I mean, just looking at it on paper, should slide at least until that game against Tennessee in November. It's going to be the only contest yeah. almost. And, and I mean, I understand teams can come out of nowhere. Hell, we're talking about TCU or whatever, and mm -hmm. I understand teams can come out of nowhere, but like on the surface at least, it looks like Tennessee's like really and truly the only Real, real test for them. And you see these odds if you're watching at home. If not, it's Georgia plus 260. Yesterday, we're in here, Stormy, and me and JBT were sitting here saying it was plus 275. And we we're saying that's probably the best get number. Get yeah. We're, we're like, <laughs> probably the best number you're going to get on Georgia because, again, you look at the schedule, you look at who they have returning, you look at these recruiting classes, all the different stuff like that, and that 275 was probably the best number you were going to get. And here we do. Here we are walking in the studio the very next day. And it's plus 260 on them. And it, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned that schedule. I mean, it is, it's a cakewalk. They're going to get, that's the other part about the schedule it, early on with it being so soft is they're going to get three deep playing time. Like, you know, I mean, like, like they're, they're going to be up so much in these games that backups of backups are going to have on-field experience should anything happen down the line, any sort of injury, any sort of anything. Like these guys are going to already mm -hmm. have played a bunch because they're going to be up. They're going to be up fifty points well, in all these games. And Oklahoma was on their schedule, but the mm. SEC had to take that out. Yep. And so, like, they don't even leave the state of Georgia for that non-conference yes. slate, which is against, like we said, cakewalk teams. You have FCS, UT Martin, Ball State, UAB, and Georgia Tech. And and you, you mentioned that is a good thing to bring up. Like these schedules are made years in advance, so this is yes. just like how it fell, right? I mean. They're, they're two West teams that they play against. There was no way to know this is a rotational thing with the SEC. No way to know that Ole Miss and Auburn weren't going to be, who knows, they could have been powerhouses by now and then had been like, wow, look how tough this schedule is. Like they drew the two toughest teams in the West or whatever, but that is obviously isn't how it played out. And so, you know, you look and go like, oh, that Ole Miss game. Yeah, so it, it kind of is what it is. And I think even at 260, it, if someone said they wanted to play it, I would not talk them off. Of I got to tell you, I was cracking up at some of the post-game interviews from Georgia players talking about how people, how so many people doubted them and thought that they were going to be a seven and five team. Nobody thought that. Like, what is Kirby Smart feeding these kids in the locker room to think <laughs> that 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 people were doubting them to be a seven and five team this past season? Not the case whatsoever. Show me the articles. Show me the hot takes because that's not reality of the situation. And as we look at the odds board for next year, it's all the usual suspects again. Mm -hmm. Georgia the favorite plus 260 Alabama five to one Ohio State who was in the CFP who like I mean a field goal away a field goal shank away from being in the position that Georgia was in against TCU plus 750 Michigan there at 10 to one so SEC Big Ten the shortest shots and then the USC and Clemson they start to show their faces out there Caleb Williams coming back they were one game shy of a CFP appearance bringing in more talent under Lincoln Riley the one thing that's really disappointing for me though looking at USC ahead to next year is that they are keeping their defensive coordinator they're, they're not moving away despite how bad they were defensively all season long. The only thing they were good at was takeaways, but every game largely was a shootout in some capacity. And you look at the last two games of the season, gave up 93 points in those last two games of the year and gave up leads, most notably, of course, that two-lane game in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, it's and, and I think you would be – I'd be hard-pressed to play Clemson at 16-1. to 1. I think that number is not big enough for yeah, me Yeah, you talked either. about Florida State yesterday, which I think was interesting. Yeah, Florida State and, and this – I, this still rings true. That numbers is still available. But if you are looking at kind of how this is going to play out, right, and, and getting the best of numbers that are available, uh, Florida State and LSU kick off the season next year, right? And so it is likely going to be a top 10 game. It might be a top five game. Some of these preseason polls coming out have LSU as high as four, have, ten, have uh, Florida State as high as four as well. So this could be a top five matchup even. And if that were to be the case – Florida State were to win that game, you are never going to see a 20-to-1 again on that team, even close to a 20-to-1 again on that team the, the rest of the year. And so if you do believe that Florida State is going to you know, beat LSU in that game, then that's certainly something you're going to want to go ahead and get in the account because that's that number is going to go away forever if that were the case. Now, I wouldn't say the same thing 
about LSU because, again, the the path for LSU is always going to be much, much tougher than it is for Florida State, right? LSU can win this game. They still have to play Alabama. They would still have to get through an SEC championship game. They All the different things like that where you would have to beat a Georgia. And all, you know, so it's, it's just not the same path. And so for Florida State, I think it's the best number you're possibly going to get. LSU, I wouldn't necessarily say the same thing just because of how tough that schedule would be. Yeah, they do have to play in the West, which is always going to mm-hmm. be an uphill battle. I'm And I'm still just surprised, though, that you don't like Jaden Daniels coming back. That wasn't a positive for you when you look at the Tigers into 2023. Yeah, I mean, p- certainly people do. I mean, like we said, some of these, yeah. some of the way-too-early polls that are out there, uh, Stuart Mandel has LSU 4 overall in the country going into next season. So, I mean, it's there are some people who do believe with all that returning talent, with Brian Kelly – Finally, you know, like having a year under his belt to kind of get his system in place and all that, that that would be a, a team to take a look at. I mean, 18 to 1 is still a, is still a pretty decent number on a team if they are going to start, because we talk about this all the time too with these polls. It is a leg up to start high in the polls. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be, but it is a leg up to <laughs> even start though we high. always talk about yeah. you shouldn't even have a poll yeah. the first few weeks of the season. It but, just doesn't make but sense. But it's a leg up because yep. if LSU does start at four, and even if they lose to Florida State, it's the first game of the year. You fall from four to ten, twelve, whatever, and that's so much easier to work up than if you're starting at twelve and then you lose and you fall to twenty, and then you got to work. So mm-hmm. there, there are advantageous things for for that game as well. So certainly something that from a preseason aspect as we look at some of these team schedules and how things might play out that I would keep in mind if I'm trying to get some some future tickets in my account, which some of you have because, again, that Georgia number was 275 yesterday yeah. and is 260 today. Yeah, I'm ex- I know I say this every year, but I'm excited going into next year to see what the Pac-12 brings. The quarterbacks that are going to be around that league, the guys that elected to come back should be fun. I mean, even Washington, who's sitting there 40-1 to after an impressive 11-2 and campaign year one under Kalen DeBoer, have Michael Penix Jr. coming back. Um, Oregon situation, you got their quarterback coming back. Utah, Cam Rising, back for his senior year after. I mean, you've got to feel so much for Cam Rising getting knocked out of the Rose Bowl in back-to-back years, um, not being able to finish out and at least give his team a better mm-hmm. chance in those games. But I'm excited for the Pac-12 um, and see what they're able to bring. As far as the national championship goes, just to wrap up some of those thoughts, I had the easiest job of anybody, even easier than Georgia, believe it or not. Um, all I had to do was just, like, basically stand around and interview whatever celebrity was in my vicinity nearby, like all the like TCU notable alums, Georgia alums. It was like one of the funnest things I, I've ever been to. I've never been to an event of that scale. Mm-hmm. I know you've been to, to major things mm-hmm. like that. I've never been to a national championship, never been to anything like it. And it was a really, really cool experience. It was loud down there too. It was also incredibly amazing. If you, I don't know if you were probably too wrapped up in what was all going on, but the rain was getting under the carport and only hitting the TCU fans. <laughs> and they actually made a point of it Aww. on the broadcast. And they turned the camera, and it's like, if it couldn't get any worse for TCU, and then they turn, and then it's like, the rain is getting under the carport, and it's only hitting the TCU I fans. I was talking to the DJ. who He usually does um, Rams games there mm-hmm. in SoFi the last couple of years. And he said, it is not one time. Not one time actually had rain enough to come through in the building, <laughs> and it happens that day, and it happens to the TCU and it, and it fan base. T- Listen, Incredible. before you feel too sorry for the TCU fans, they have the trust funds to fall back on, so don't worry about that. It's very easy to just kind of like, <laughs> That's horrible. listen, when you go home and you look at that trust fund balance, it, it's way better after you lose And hey, like no longer 200, 500 to 1, 60 to 1 going into 2023. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join Bet Rivers every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Speaking of hockey, today is the exact midpoint of the NHL season. So we'll take a look a little bit later at what is a four-game slate tonight. But in the NFL, it's Super Wild Card Weekend, and we have a lot of quarterback news coming through today with practices going on here early in the week. Tua Tunga-Vailoa not cleared to return to Dolphins practice, ruled out for the game against Buffalo this weekend. Skylar Thompson, the rookie, preparing for the game as Tua remains in concussion protocol. Teddy Bridgewater was at practice today, but still dealing with that dislocated punk pinky, <laughs> punky, <laughs> oh, having trouble gripping the football, which is not good if you are at the quarterback position. With that big swing in the number for this game, uh, Buffalo from a 10.5-point favorite to nearly, to, well, no, I guess 13 now, nearly immediately, total in this one sitting 43.5, Matt. Yeah, this just started rocketing as soon as this news came out. Like, I was watching the odds board just light up, light up, light up, and it was just people pouring money in on the bills, and I think it's probably rightfully so. If you look at this Bills team that was going to be a big favorite regardless of no matter who was at quarterback for this Dolphin squad who really stumbled down the stretch. Defense was getting lit up all over the place. And so they're going to be big favorites anyway. And then now you're going to your third string, dude. It's This is going to be one-way traffic. And, and good on the Bills. I mean, I know this is like – I'm not even being facetious when I say this, but like they were in line to get – the buy, right? And then instead, now you're going to get, it's not going to be a buy, but you might be able to get these guys off the field a little bit earlier than having to play in the fourth quarter, even in a game like this, because they're going to move the ball in this Dolphins defense. And I don't have any confidence in the Dolphins offense being able to get anything going. And so uh, good on them to be able to kind of at least have it work out at least a little bit for them here. 13 point 14, 43 and a half now is the total as well because Yeah, down from 47. (laughs) Yeah, which again is because they are expecting this Dolphins team to really, really struggle to move the ball, and and I think it's all rightfully so. And, you know, look, this is – it works out this way sometimes, unfortunately. I mean, we're going to talk about another quarterback situation where, you know, sometimes these games are just going to sway heavily towards one direction because you are missing key elements somewhere along the way. And and unfortunately for the Dolphins, it's not just your starter. It's your starter and mm-hmm. your backup, and you have to go third string. Yeah, not everybody can be the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Badoom. That's true. But um, when you just to, like for context a little bit, the numbers and drop-off is significant from what Tua Tungavello was doing early in the year to what Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson had. Tua, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions with a QBR just below 70. Meanwhile, Bridgewater, 4 touchdowns, four picks, QBR of 49, and Thompson in his limited action, one touchdown, three picks, and a QBR of 27. Tua was eight and five in his starts, one and three collectively between the other two guys. Also, Mike McDaniel did say that their left tackle, Teron Armstead, might not be able to return Mm -hmm. here in the postseason anyways, dealing with various injuries, and Micah Hyde for the Bills is going to be out um, for this wild card round matchup as well. And if anybody, I I will not have action on this game, so just to kind of throw this out there, but if, if If you were looking to play this game, I mean, 
it's a very, very non-traditional. Look, we have a shorter slate. It's a very, very non-traditional way to play it. I don't know if I'd be laying 13. I'm much more likely to lay the 13 than I would be to take the 13. But if you wanted, if someone came to me and said they wanted to play this in some sort of teaser, I imagine this may come off the 13 at some point. And if you could take it down to, to under a touchdown to get it to six and a half, I mean, th- there's at least some merit, I think, to if you're looking for action in this game. I think it's a really good game maybe to just kind of sit back and assess what this Bills team is going to be able to bring to the table because, look, they haven't looked invincible so far this year, and certainly the defense has been able to give up you know, some some pretty big games somewhere along the way this season, and so I, I think this is a, a good evaluation game, but if you mm. need, need, need the action, <laughs> I know there are some people who are Bills fans who want to bet on every single game, like Maybe you can find a dance partner or something like that from a, a very non-traditional teaser standpoint or something because the problem with laying the 13 stormy is just when it comes down to it, are the Bills, you know, again, are the Bills going to play into the fourth quarter in this game? Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's really the big question when it comes down to it. And just as we round out our talk on this game, uh, good to give you a little update on the status of Bill safety DeMar Hamlin after everything that he went through last Monday night football. Um, he has been discharged from the Buffalo hospital. He's going to continue his treatment and outpatient. They felt that he, I mean, inpatient felt that he was good enough uh, to be in that position. So a really, really good development um, for him who is, you know, talking and trying to get back to normal as much as possible after a really, really scary situation. Uh, we mentioned there is another quarterback that we need to update. Lamar Jackson reportedly faces a, quote, uphill battle, according to Ian Rappaport, this week to play um, for the Ravens, an injury that we thought was going to be maybe a couple weeks since he sustained the PCL injury back on December 4th. A lot of talk that he might be back and available around Christmas. That has not been the case. He has yet to practice, now taking on a Bills squad on the road. Uh, They just played this past week, and it clearly did not go in their Mm. favor. Um, What do you make of the the third opportunity for these two teams to face off in the postseason? Yeah, so this was six and a half yesterday, and from six and a half goes to seven, seven and a half, and then of course, this news comes through. It's pushed all the way to eight and a half. It's several of the books rest of country, eight and a half here. It's the South Point behind us. So there is an eight at DraftKings right now. If you're looking to play on this game, I imagine that this is not going to go back the other direction. If anything, it's only going to get bigger because we're also getting like it. We always talk about this when stuff gets made officially official. That's when we really start to see some of these numbers run because the general public then catches on. These aren't the people like us who are living and breathing and, you know, whatever all of this. It's the people who casually on a on a Friday evening or Saturday morning go, oh, really? That's who's playing quarterback for them? Oh, I got to bet. I got to bet Cincinnati. And so we're going to be looking at this thing eight and a half, nine, ten, maybe even if this has to, if, if both, if we get to a third string quarterback situation yet again, right? And like that could be. Very, 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 very possible here considering yeah. that Lamar hadn't practiced in a month and the other guy's not throwing. Yeah, and Ty- Tyler Huntley, again, yeah. um, not throwing on the practice field today, dealing with tendonitis in that throwing shoulder. Anthony Brown, in his start, was 19 of 44, 286 yards, no touchdowns, but two picks and a fumble. So not what you want to see from your starting man in no, any way, no. shape, or form. And, and, and listen, this is... Well, and it's crazy because they, when they played earlier in the season, Lamar was on the field, they get the win, and then you see how dramatically different Baltimore plays when he is not available. There are two other – I mean, look, obviously you're still in teaser-like territory right now. If you wanted to play Cincinnati, you can get the – again, DraftKings sitting at eight, rest of the country eight and a half. You can get it under the field goal. There are two other dance partners out there if you wanted to do it. I mean, Jacksonville is currently a two-point dog. You have the Bucks currently as two-and-a-half-point dogs, both of those that you could take up to eight or eight-and-a-half and pair them up with Cincinnati. I don't I don't hate either one of those plays. I already made the one uh, with the Bucks and Cincinnati. I might come in and do the same thing with the Jags as well, although I already have the Jags on the money line, but um I might come in and do that as well. I think that they're I do not see a blowout potential really in either one of those games with the way that these teams have been playing and so uh, Cincinnati, for sure, a uh, super, super, super awesome play, in my opinion, under a field goal. Yeah, and there's been a lot of, like, rumor mill conversation pieces out there about Lamar Jackson not playing, maybe because of the contract situation, but all of the at least latest reports from Ian Rappaport and NFL Network earlier this morning is that he just doesn't feel right still. Um, there's been swelling, and he doesn't feel like himself, so maybe the contract narrative should kind of get out the window at this point. But you mentioned the Jags and uh, maybe teasing up them from the two um, or or 
am I crazy? Like, I don't even know if the Chargers should necessarily be favored in this spot. I really like the way that Jacksonville has played lately. Mm-hmm. Um, these two met way back in week three when it was all Jags, a 38-10 to 10 win for the boys in Teal, tied for their largest win of the year. It's also the first meeting between these two teams, and we have two quarterbacks making their postseason debuts. It'll be a fun one. Yeah, you're looking at a, at a Charger squad that – Look, I was texting y'all, and, and everyone else was texting me, and the whole, whole nine yeah, yards. Yeah, because Brandon Staley's an idiot. Yeah, just we it's, all know. It's like, like we can all agree on that based on what we saw last week. Some of the worst. I mean, seriously, just some of the absolute worst decision making from an NFL coach. I mean, you we can talk about what the Cowboys did whenever they saw that at least the writing was on the wall, but they they had a reason to play the Stars, at least at the beginning of the game, and then, yes, they could have looked at the scoreboard and maybe got those guys out of there, but there was absolutely no reason for any of these guys from – the Chargers to even step on the field, much less step on the you field in the second the half. Seed. What yeah. are we doing? Much less step on the field in the second half and into the fourth quarter, I might add, into the fourth quarter that these Chargers were playing. Mike Williams not seen at practice today. We'll see how that all plays out. Of course, it is only Wednesday, so you know, we'll 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 you know, maybe he has some sort of recovery and, and is able to go. But remember, this is a Saturday game, so a Wednesday practice for a Saturday game is a little bit more indicative than we typically look at because we're mainly paying attention to Thursday injury reports, right, whenever we're talking about Sunday games. But this is a Saturday game, and so this Wednesday DNP is a big deal. And so, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm, – I'm with you. I think the Jags have been playing better. I think not even a question they're better coached. I think that that is, like, not even a, a, anything that we need to discuss here. And so, if you're going to give me – you're going to give me points with them at home and then further if I could get those those guys up to eight. I think that is something I'm really interested in. Also of note, with this being a short spread, if you think that this could be a field goal game, the Jags kicker, Riley Patterson, dealing with a knee issue. So be on the lookout for that. We'll talk NFC Wild Card Weekend when we come back. Says final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com subscribe today to sign up. Just $9.99. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com. Just 1341 Canadian. 1341. <laughs> We're still doing That's the it. conversion rate. Just 1341. I also want to share real quickly that it took everything in my being to hold back a sneeze ahead of starting that read. Oh, and you successfully not only held it in. I wanted to share a strategy. But you, but you crushed it. But it's I, gone. I didn't even stumble mumble, you no. know. But I wanted to share with all of you a sneezing strategy. Okay. To hold them in if you can. Just visualize cows juggling pineapples. I know it sounds strange. Helps me every time. It has like a 9 out of 10 conversion rate. of. <laughs> if you need to not sneeze. <laughs> if you need to not sneeze. Cows juggling pineapples. Some people visualize like a real cow. I I have like a cartoon cow, but helps every time. I don't know why. Science, but it's there. Anyways, we have uh, Wild Card like Weekend it. rolling on this weekend. So excited to get the playoffs officially underway. All six matchups are rematches from the regular season. Yes? What if it was pineapples juggling cows? I haven't tried that. Could you, All I does know it work is what both works ways? for me. I mean, does it work with just the I can try the entities, to, or does I can it have to be in a specific order? Okay. To test that out. All right, let's give that If I have another one let's in the show, that, I'll give, give you an update. Yes, pineapples juggling cows. But cows juggling pineapples, I'm just telling you. I like it. Give it a go. Um, Super Wild Card Weekend. Got some fun facts for you ahead of uh, getting into some of these NFC games. Underdogs have been real good in the postseason. They're cashing a 61% ATS rate, 16-8 and eight ATS on Wild Card Weekend, specifically since 2017. Also in that time frame, unders cashing 67% of the time. While on the subject of trends, nine-point home favorites 
12-0 outright, 11-1 ATS in the wildcard round with an average margin of victory of 16.8 points per game, according to ESPN Sports and Information Group, which leads us in to our first game in the NFC wildcard. Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers, an NFC uh, West division rivalry here. Seattle getting in by the grace of the Lions dub over the Packers on Sunday night football. 49ers, of course, won the division and swept the regular season series with Seattle. Both of those meetings going under the total, mind you, with San Francisco outscoring the Seahawks 48 to 20. What stands out to you about this matchup, Matt? I laid the nine and a half yes, with the 49ers. I it's I have <laughs> a a Seattle team that is the worst team in the playoffs in my opinion. Now agreed. That could be that could change if neither Lamar nor uh, if, if we get a third string quarterback for the Ravens, then maybe that then maybe the Ravens end up down there. But uh, as far as as far as we sit today, I have Seattle as, as the worst team that, that did make the playoffs this year. And you look at the 49ers, and I don't think that you're really going to need a ton out of the offense in this thing because the Seattle defense is suspect at best. The defense for San Francisco is going to hold them at bay on the uh, Seattle side. And then you're just asking Purdy to basically just be a game manager, right? And, like, that is where he needs to be. Like, this is where the San Francisco team needs to be in just about every game moving forward, I think that they need to really, really focus on not trying to to make Purdy be something that he's not. And they've done so well. I mean, Shanahan's been a, a genius so far with all of that. And I think that this is a perfect, perfect game for him to go out, get some playoff experience. It'll be at home, most likely playing from ahead. All the greatest things that can happen for a young quarterback that doesn't have a ton of experience. I, I expect them to roll in this one pretty good. Seattle, again... Fine story. Raise my hand wrong. I mean, I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the entire NFL this year. And they, they you know, sneak their way into the playoffs here. And so I was wrong about that, but I do not think I'm going to be wrong about this. I, I yeah. think that they get rolled in this game. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. Um, San Francisco, one thing about Seattle that they're terrible at, that the San Francisco 49ers are excellent at, is yards after catch. And Seattle's defense, 31st in the league, allowing yards per catch per reception, giving them an extra 6.1 yards per reception. Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are two of the top three players in all of the NFL in that category. So I think that's going to be something that they're really going to struggle with. And Seattle's offense these last five games has only put up 18 points per game in the, that span. San Francisco in their two meetings this season – Seattle's only had one offensive touchdown in those games. I just don't see them being able to do much against a San Francisco defense that is the best in the league uh, when it comes to scoring defense, when it comes to total yards, interceptions. They're forcing turnovers all over the place. I know Seattle doesn't turn it over a ton, but I think that could be a situation where the 49ers have the edge. Just so many things that I think are working against Seattle in this spot. I like them laying the number. I also have a slight lean to the under. I haven't put that in the account, but I think that that could be the way that this thing goes. Um, we'll see. I, I, I'm excited for the game, though. Get the 49ers off to a, a good confidence-boosting mm. win in the playoffs. Extend their win streak to 11 games and see if Brock Purdy can do just enough. And listen, with Jalen Hurts apparently hurting after the game this past week. I mean, I understand that they get the bye, but that doesn't I mean he, he had two weeks off as it was anyway, right? And like he was hurting after this game this week. So I think that the NFC is pretty wide open. It would not surprise me if any team from the NFC ended up coming out of the NFC except for except for the Seattle mm -hmm. team. Like and I and I even say the Giants. I mean, I as good as well coached as they are, if if Dave all figured out a way to, you know, David Copperfield their way into the <laughs> NFC Championship game, then that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit either. I think the only team that really would surprise me would be Seattle because there just are so many deficiencies, right? I mean, Geno Smith played above his head for the majority of the season, but over the last half, I mean, he kind of came back down to earth. And, and you saw the Geno Smith, not necessarily that we remember, but certainly the Geno Smith that is a, a probably a – really maybe the best backup in the league and is a, you know, bottom third yeah. quarterback in the NFL. It's just, you know, it is what it is. So I want to reference a tweet real quick. I get the reasoning behind it that this might mm -hmm. feel like easy money, but Darren Rovell tweeted a better at Caesar Sportsbook put a hundred K on an alt line for the 49ers plus four and a half, a hundred thousand dollars to win 8,300. Yeah. I just don't get why people do this. Yeah, Cause some people have more money than since. I just, that's why you see like, this stuff all the time. Like, the, far more money 
than since. And that is one of the that Drives is one of nuts. those cases right there, for sure. Drives me nuts. Okay, yeah. you mentioned Dable. Giants at Vikings, head-to-head, 430 Eastern kick on Sunday. Two teams that got off to extremely hot starts but have quieted down in the second half of the season. Last time these two played, Christmas Eve came down to that 61-yard field goal. Ultimately, 27-24, the final with the Vikings to win it. But you know what they say, good teams win, great teams cover. Vikings covered the plus four. We have a three-point spread in this one. I will not have a single dollar of action on this game. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I will not have a single dollar. I think that this is a very appropriate line. I think that this is a very appropriate total. I think that everything about this, I wanted to bet the over. I kind of wanted, I really that's wanted. Where, that's what Miley Yeah, is like, I kind of wanted to come in and bet the over. It was because a look here of, doesn't really matter that the Giants don't have all their offensive weapons because the Vikings are basically giving it up to anybody that, that's rolling out there with a pulse. And so I think the Vikings get their part on their side as well. They have been one of those teams that have been very good against bad defenses all year long. So I think the Vikings are certainly going to play into the 20s in this game. And would it surprise me if the Giants also played into the 20s? It would not, right? And so the only thing that could really, really kind of get me at least thinking about this game would be if for some strange reason Minnesota started getting a lot of support and this thing like if it pushed to four and I'm getting on the other side of a field goal and then also a little mm-hmm. bit of push equity on the four as well, I might could come in then at that point on the Giants because I just don't – we've seen enough. You and I were high enough on them. It doesn't really matter. The tickets have already cashed, so I don't care anymore. I can talk all the <laughs> trash about the Vikings. I want to like you know, horrible garbage defense <laughs> that is, you know, it, it, like I said, every team has basically gone out and be able to move the ball on this team. And so, yeah. I just, it 31st feels like a field goal against game, the pass, it? 20th against the run. Yeah. Like, doesn't it feel like a field goal it game? Feels, I mean, yeah, it 100% like, yeah. feels like this is going to be a one possession field goal yeah. game either way. I would love it if it got to the four. I think, I mean, that's where it obviously closed in the regular season matchup on Christmas Eve. If it does come there, then I would come back in on the Giants. Giants did end the year, by the way, 13-4 and four ATS, one of the best marks in the NFL in terms of cover percentage. But I, I like the over. That is definitely my play. I just feel like neither of these defenses can stop a cold at this point. And yeah. so I um. That's, Indoors, that's where I feel. perfect yeah. weather. We don't and have to I worry mean, about weather conditions. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff I as well. I get that Daniel Jones has, like, he's had a, a very improved season. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the Vikings made him look phenomenal, mm-hmm. I felt like. That was, like, one of his best passing days of the season. The offense was just able to go. I could very easily see that being a similar situation in this spot. Um, Giants back in the postseason for the first time since 2016. We did not get an opportunity this block to cover – the Cowboys and Bucks going head-to-head. Three-point spread in that game. Total 45 and a half. We will get to it, though. I promise. So stick with us. So much more fun stuff to come on VSIN Final Countdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Welcome back to the show live from Las Vegas. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. While most nicotine products can be complicated to use, don't give you the satisfaction you're looking for, Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What I am addicted to is getting some golf predictions mm. from my guy to my right. Are you now? Oh, yes. You're going to start betting. Right, listen, Kelly, Kelly, Midland Bidlin and I have thro- thrown around the idea of having a whoever in the company wants to get in on a one and done. Okay. Would you be interested? I'm in getting, so interested in, in that. All right. Well, we're gonna. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get this done. I think we're actually gonna. Yeah, do it. I would love that. That'll be fun. I think we're going to do it. And hopefully, I just don't get Colin Moore a coward because what yeah. happened last week in Hawaii was a little bit brutal, and we returned back to the Aloha State this week for the Sony Open. Um, what do you make of this? So the, the the course, mind you, I think this is important. Is going to be very different from what we saw. Last week at the Plantation course, this Wailea Country Club has a very different look. So maybe if you want to just start there yeah. for your feel of the playing field here. Yeah, so the biggest difference, obviously, this is our first cut event of 2023. So 144 golfers, 65 and ties are going to make the cut. This is a much shorter course than we saw last week at 7,044 yards. It's a par 70, which means it only has two par fives. And the two par fives are the easiest par fives on tour They have a 50% and a 60% birdie rate, respectively. If you're wondering, those are very, very easy holes on the PGA Tour. These are Bermuda greens. They're small, but they're flat. And so it is going to be, it's going to, we're going to see a lot more putts made this week than we even saw last week. Uh, It's tree line fairways, lots of dog legs, but it is still fairly wide fairways. You just can't, you just can't miss all over the place. Like you just, accuracy is going to come in to play a little bit more this week because it's a placement type deal off of the tee. You want to put it in a certain part of the fairway so you have better angles whenever you're going into these greens. And plus, they are growing the rough out to three inches this year. It was two and a quarter the past several years. So uh, rough's going to be a little bit more penal than it has been in years past. 83 bunkers, four water holes on the course, but the 83 bunkers are pretty shallow. And so, I mean, like, for me, it would be hard. Like, if for me, if I hit a, one of these bunkers, like, for me, it would be terrible. But for these dudes, like, it's not going to be any, like, it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, they're they're so good out of the bunkers, and plus these bunkers are, like, really shallow and things as it is anyway. So, you don't want to be in there, obviously, but it's not like it's going to cost you a stroke or anything Okay, like that, uh, the South Korean phenom Tom Kim is the favorite in this event, sitting 11-1. to Sung Jae-im, the second shortest shot, 12-1. to Hideki Matsuyama sitting 20-1, to looking to defend his title, won the event a year ago. Also in the field, just because your girl loves fun facts today, mm-hmm. a number of Georgia Bulldogs probably riding the high of the national championship in football. Brian Harmon and Ryle Hens- uh, Russell Hensley. Uh, just lots of big names, though, in this event for the second year. In terms of outrights, names you like the most, who stood out to you? Yeah, so if you are just tuning in for the first time and you're not used to some of these things that I'm going to talk about, um, one, if I say anything that you don't understand, tweet at me, and I will be sure and make sure to hit on that. Oh, real yes. quickly, yes. speaking of tweets, somebody yes. did tweet at us. Okay. Jason H one eighteen always love the you know constant support online. If you do want to tweet at us at Matt Brown M two at Storm Bonantoni said is cows juggling pineapples the hourly pro tip? Of course, 
Of course. Yeah. Obviously. Pro obviously. tips available. VEASAN.com. Yes. One and we're here. We're here to make you better betters. <laughs> and like, so obviously, if you don't, you don't want to like sneeze all over your computer whenever you're trying to do research for your betting and things like that. Or so. if you're trying to get a live line, trying to hit a number as it arrives and you're sneezing, you're pulling sneeze, one back. You look up and guess what? How are you what? supposed to focus? It's gone. I know. You're welcome. Sneeze, gone, and then what are you going to do? Thanks so, for joining yes, the conversation, are, Jason. A, a, absolutely. <laughs> so if I ever use any of these terminology things that you're not really accustomed to, like I'll try to explain them if I think I'm saying something something that maybe everyone doesn't know, but be sure, just, just tweet us and we'll be sure and, and, and work that into the show as we get going. So I built a model this week based off of kind of what these this course brings to the table, right? And so, as I said, I have a, I feel like that this course is going to need some accuracy off the tee. So I do have good drives ranked in there. And if you are wondering from a good drive standpoint, what good drives are, it is a drive in which the player either hits the fairway off the tee or misses the fairway but still hits the green in regulation. So essentially, you basically didn't miss the fairway by all that much, and you're playing out of like just the first little cut of rough, and you're still able to get to the still able to get to the green. And so, I weighted good drives pretty heavily in there. Strokes gain approach, as I mentioned, is always going to be in the model, just in some way, shape, or form. How heavily do I weigh it is going to be the question from week to week. This week. Because it is kind of a second-shot golf course, you don't have to be long here, right? Like, this is a short course. I just told you, 7,044 yards, one of the shortest courses. They're going to play on tour all year. So, it is – you don't have to be long off the tee. I want more accuracy. I want guys that are going to be able to put it in the fairway and then hit the green with that second shot. So, approach actually have weighted it up at 22% this week of the 100% that I split amongst the, the various categories. Good drives at 17%. Opportunities gained – at 17% as well. And if you're wondering what opportunities gained are, it is basically a birdie opportunity from inside 15 feet. So basically we're looking for dudes that are not only getting onto the green, but they're getting onto the green at a close proximity to the hole to where they actually have a chance to make birdies on these, on these holes. And the reason it's 15 feet is just an arbitrary number that someone picked for this statistic, but it's basically because if you're a real, if you're a PGA tour pro and you know, 15 footers for me, I'm, making, you know, two out of 10. They're they're making a lot more than that. And so that's what opportunities gained are. So I do have that weighted uh, pretty heavily as well, up at 17%. Greens and regulation, because like I just said, this is these are, they're small greens. So I want guys hitting the greens, but they're also greens in which you can make a bunch of putts. They're flat. And so like, I want guys that are on the greens and are getting able to, uh, to putt at these things. Shorter course, proximity from 125 to 150 yards. Proximity also from 150 to 175 yards that I plugged in. To the model, those are 8% a piece. Uh, putting from 10 to 15 feet, because again, I, I very rarely put putting into the model that I run each week. But with this week, if you're looking at a course in which they're, they're small green, so if you're on the green, you have a chance to make a putt as it is anyway. And then on top of that, they're flat greens. You're going to be able to get it in. So I did put putting into the model this week, which is something I rarely do because putting's kind of streaky. Uh, bogey avoidance, because basically this is going to be a birdie fest. If you look, uh, if you're watching at home right now, these are the recent winners. Hideki went at 23 under last year. Kevin not 21 under the year before that. There was a huge, just ridiculous weather situation in 2020. That's why Cam Smith won at 11. But then you go back, Kuchar at 22 under, Kazire at 17 under, JT he was 27 under in 2017. So you get the picture. It's going to be a bunch of birdies made in this thing. So I don't want guys making bogeys. If you make a bogey, you're almost like – you're almost putting yourself out of contention. So didn't want that as well. So the way that the model spit things out, I ran it over the course since, since the season is so new and so short right now, I ran long-term and then also short-term results just so I can kind of see what lines up across the board. And what it led me to is Corey Connors on the outright version of the card here at 22 to one. Corey Connors comes in inside the top five of every single version of the model that I ran, um, he is. Everybody knows that he's really good with his irons, but I think it's kind of shocking to a lot of people that he's really good with his really good off the tee as well. If you look, go back thirty six rounds, Corey Connors is second in the field in approach, first in opportunities gained, second in good drives, second in greens and regulation gained, second off the tee. He's tenth in bogey avoidance. You get the picture. Really, really good. Billy Horschel also a guy. At 34 to 1, I thought the number was just a little bit too long on a guy that was finishing inside the top 12 in basically every version of the model that I ran. JT Poston at 55 to 1. This was a guy that is, I think this number is is really, really good on JT Poston. I'm pretty excited about this one. He is inside the top five and two 
of the four versions of the model that I ran. So getting a 55 to one on a guy that's inside the top five in the categories that I'm looking at feels pretty great. Alex Smalley, a guy who's been playing very well to end the year last year, trying to hope I'm trying to get him to roll that momentum into 2023 with all that, getting a long number at 60 to one on him. Another guy that popped pretty good. Emiliano Grios, another guy that in a course like this, I tend to play. He's not the longest guy and certainly can get a little, can get a little squirrely, but in a, Birdie fest, Griot, if he's if he's hitting the greens and uh, making some putts, he can really, really go low. So that's where my outrights kind of lie this week. I did throw three long shot bombs. And when I put these out there, like these are guys, these are things I'm playing at like a quarter unit, right? So if I'm playing a guy at 105 to one or 125 to one or 225 to one, which I have Russell Knox, Ben Griffin, and Lucas Glover in that, um, those are all guys that I'm going to be looking at, at at smaller units, right? Quarter units, things like that. Top 10 markets, Corey Connors, Grayson Sig, Ches Reavy, and then head-to-heads. I took Jordan Spieth over Tom Kim at plus 134. Sorry about that, Midland Bidland Spieth. Minus <laughs> 110 over Matsuyama. Henley minus 105 over Matsuyama as well. I think Hideki Matsuyama is actually still hurt. I was watching last week. He didn't look right, so I'm going to play against him until he proves me wrong. And then Emiliano Gria also over Mackenzie Hughes. As well at minus 110. The reason I said that is I sent the speed at plus 134 to Kelly, and then I bet it, and then Kelly went to bet it, and the number had moved. And so like it was, uh, it was one of those deals. He took it at a worse number, but he he has that he has that same bet. As Reminder: well. shop around for your mm-hmm. best numbers. Teeing off at the YLA Country Club tomorrow morning. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.